On this week's episode of Carolina Sports Talk, we talk NFL. We've got some HBCU football, a very special guest, and so much more. Let's go! Another all-new episode of Carolina Sports Talk starts now. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing that's oozing out your doggone hands? That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. It's your main man, Big Cliff. As always, thank you for tuning in on your favorite podcast app. Next time, tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk. You can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Carolina Sports Talk or to be a part of the show two ways. The Facebook group, Carolina Sports Talk, talks back. Or you can hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, Cliff at CarolinaSportsTalk.net. Man, oh man, oh man, we have had an amazing week of football. We're going to jump straight into it. But before we do, let me introduce my main man and yours, DJ High Star, rocking from High Star Studios. What's good with it, Q? Queens get the money. All right. Say I'll tell you why I said that in a second. I, I'm going to explain myself in a second. Queens get the money. My dog. Uh, before we jump into how your week and everything else was, man, we've got a friend of the show, my guy from the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast, none other than the man, the myth, the legend, Be Easy in the building. What's good with it, bro? First cousin of the show. Right. Right on. First cousin of the show. taking it. <laughs> be Love Easy, what's good with it, man? Hey, I'm, I'm just very happy to be here, you know. Give my minuscule knowledge of sports. I to the hear people. you. Minuscule. We're not talking about the passing yards of the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. We're just talking hey, about you. But we'll get to that in a moment, man. Uh, Hi, Star. How's your week been, bro, man? It's been pretty cool. Um, so this past week was, you know, not a lot going on. Went down to Orangeburg, kind of kicked it with the bros a little bit. However, I said Queens get the money and, and prefaced everything with that this week because last week, I was remiss and I forgot to mention that I went and seen Nas and Wu-Tang on tour in the New York State of Mind tour and they stopped in Charlotte. So shout out to them. Mm. Uh, we miss Busta Rhymes. He's supposed to, he's, I guess, was selecting what stops he chose and he didn't choose Charlotte uh, to, to come out and perform. And also the late addition on the tour is Method Man. So we definitely missed Method Man as well. But nevertheless, had a great time out there. Nas, you know what I mean? Did his thing. It was, you know what I mean? Cool little event. Uh, like I said, I, I forgot all about it when we was talking last week because of the way that the, the flow the went, were yeah, performing yeah. at the time. Listen, yeah. So basically, Buster not coming made him a Buster? I thought of the same joke. Don't feel bad. <laughs> Thank you for the crickets. Listen, because the face you're making right now, but nonetheless, he <laughs> he, he, he could have pulled up to the QC, man. It, and he got to be scared of some long crickets too, but... Yo, be easy. What's been good with you, man? It's been a little minute since you've been on the show, but you know things things are going good for you. We hoping. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not so good for my Steelers. You know, it's early, but you know, my fantasy team in the Carolina sports uh talk league is going good, so I'm happy okay. about that. What's your record right mm-hmm. now so far? Uh, two and one. Okay, respectable, respectable. Yeah. High star. What's your record in the Carolina sports talk league? The money league, right? Yeah, three and zero. Oh. 
Wow. Y'all relax though. Relax. I'm not. I, I didn't ask myself. I didn't ask myself. What's so? You slime. Who city? am I? Slime city. You slime city. Ooh. Shout out to you, free young thug. Yeah. Y'all put up a lot of points this week too. We did. 187. Oh yeah. Come on now. now you got to check it. You got to check it. Hello, <laughs> talking brother. Like high star don't like your radar. People, listen, high star. No, it's no such thing, bro. Like. You think people not realizing, but the same way that he's reading your joint now, everybody else in the league done gone through and All see what everybody right, else the only, has done. Exact, the only thing about it, whenever, whenever they're going through, they'd be like, yo, who is Slime City Pelicans? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The people that don't know mm-hmm. or whatnot. But okay. they just like, whoever they are, I know that they doing work. Yeah. Yeah, man. I literally I'm go through here. and check out not only who I'm matching up with that particular week, I look at who's putting their lineups together, who's being slack, who I can possibly uh, pillage from on the uh, trade wire. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at who's going to be trying to get who I want and who I need on the, tr- on a waiver wire. Like I'm, I'm digging all in everybody else's roster. So, so again, one and two overall in, in fantasy and in the let's go league, the one that's not any money with mm-hmm. sponsored by Carolina sports talk though, that one I'm owing three in. And so like Thousand. in that league, um, I was, I think, I was up by like four points and the guy had Zeke starting yesterday. I was mm-hmm. up by like about five or six points. He had Zeke Elliott starting yesterday. So the whole first half, every time Tony Pollard getting the big run and stuff, I'm like, yeah, keep feeding them, keep feeding them. <laughs> and then I like, I went to sleep a little bit after halftime and I could just remember coming like, uh, like waking up a little bit and, and coming to, and then just hearing your man's, who is that? Like Al Michaels or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, touchdown! Is he going out like that? I'm like, oh, let me go back to sleep. Let me just go back to sleep. Because uh, you know, it, it was already projected, you know, they they've got eighty five percent, ninety percent that they're going to win because they had Zeke right, starting. Right, right, And the first week, I had the same scenario with CD Lamb, and he underperformed and did not get the points for me. It was like a four point margin, and they just that's when Dak got injured, and they just, you know, the rest get was to, history. Get to yeah. the Cowboys, I guess. So the only thing worse than that is sitting in the house with the individual that you're playing as that comeback is happening. Uh, our frat brother Ashton, man, had the opportunity. He had, at one point in the day, he was up like 90% on me. But then as the day progressed, I had some players coming through. Uh, Lamar Jackson had a real big day. I was like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. I looked, and as as we were watching the last set of four games, it started off where I think it was like at 60-40 swinging my way. Um, sorry, swing, mom. But no. And so as as the day progressed, and we were down to the last game, and he beat me by two points. Wow, that's what I'm saying. He beat dude. me by that's two points, bro. And I'm the heartbreak. I was like, all right, bro, I'm gonna head out. Now you can chill if you. And I'm out of here, bro. Right. Yeah, I'm out. I got to drive all the way back home with this upset. Now, now nah, I'm mad. I'm out of here, bro. So fantasy yeah, football a can uh, to it. Whenever you see your your roster is all played up, there's like a finality to that. Like there's nothing I can do. Those are all the points. <laughs> now, I, I guess I, I'll just wait till next week. I think I posed this to you either last week or in person, but I want to do shoot it to you. Be easy. Would you rather have a star player from an opposing team, let's say uh, Jamar Chase, um, on your roster, and they're playing the Steelers, and you need this, you need Jamar Chase to go off for you to win that week? Would you rather him go off and your Steelers lose, or the Steelers win in real life and then you lose in fantasy? I had that week one. Who did we play week one? We had, we had, it was that same scenario. Somebody had Jamar Chase. No, 
Did I have a Bengals? No, I had the ben- running back for the Bengals. Gotcha. As my running back, I think something like that. Joe. But I had some Bengals on my team or whatever. Um, and I didn't care. I wanted the Steelers to win. So mm, real team over everything. Hi Star, you still on rocking with that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, we'll we'll get to that stuff, but yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. With, without further ado, fellas, let's just go ahead and jump in some NFL scores. What y'all say? Oh yeah. Let's get it. Let's get, get it. it. And just because he's on the show, I'm going to turn the music down just a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> Week three of the NFL started off with a bang on Thursday night with the Steelers falling to the Browns 29-17. The Dolphins take care of business against the Buffalo Bills 21-19 in a thriller. The Bengals over the Jets 27-12. Raiders fall to the Titans 24-22. Your Carolina Panthers over the New Orleans Saints 22-14. Ravens over the Patriots 37-26 with the loss of their quarterback. The Patriots are in trouble. Vikings over the Lions 28-24. Eagles, not stunning, but taking care of business against the Commanders 24-8. Colts over the Chiefs 20-17. Texans fall to the Bears 23-20. Jaguars over the Chargers 38-10. Rams take care of business against the Cardinals 20-12. Packers beat the receiverless Bucks 14-12. Falcons over the Seahawks 27-23. 49ers fall to the Broncos in a defense fest 10-11. And in Monday Night Football, the Dallas Cowboys. How about them? No, I'm not going to do that. Dallas Cowboys 23-16 over the Giants. Man, it again, it was an amazing and exciting week of football all across the board. A lot of games came down to the wire. A lot of uh, nail biters of the games. We'll start with you, High Star. Which 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 is the first, and uh, which one kind of stood out to you, man? Um, IW, of course. Um, of course, like I said, there was a, like you mentioned, there's a lot of close games. Like that San Francisco game, ten to eleven. That was just. Um, I was on the losing side of that when it comes to our picks and stuff. So I was just like frustrated by just the way that the score was like, if you're going to win, just, just win emphatically. Like exactly. I'd rather that than a 10 to 11. Um, the Dallas game was an awkward score. The get green Bay game was like awkward. Um, but yeah, Carolina um, got to give you your props where props is due. A cauldron told you as well. The whole Frankie Louvu, um, you know, hot take, if you will. Uh, finally came to fruition and kind of uh, paid off it in in uh, in in defensive fashion. I and then also uh, somebody that's on this show right now had Carolina's defense and special team starting on their on their fantasy team. So I'm sure that they came up as well with the blocked field goal that we had and how we were just showing up on defense. The two, well, the interception and the fumble recovery for a touchdown. Uh, so. Shout out to the Panthers defense, J.C. Horn sighting this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, of course, Derek Brown's going to do what he was going to do. Little Shaq Thompson sighting this mm-hmm. week. Uh, of course, Jeremy Chen, he's, you know, a consistent guy that's going to always be there showing up. At, but the defense really, like, it's like they made up their mind this week and said, look, we got to win this game. If, if, if anybody's going to win this game, we got to win this game. Because if we leave it up to the offense and, and that side of the ball, it's not going to happen. And we we at home. Let's go out there and take this win. And that's what they did. Absolutely. Before I jump into the Panthers game, uh, which game kind of stood out to you? Uh, be easy. I mean, of course, my team's game. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. We just had a lot of like drop passes, not a lot of separation for the receivers. Um, and Trubisky needs all the help he can get. So <laughs> that say, kind of is it time to pick it? Nah, not yet. Just let him okay. sit. I, I wouldn't want to waste him because like the defense isn't um hundred percent healthy with uh wide out. So yeah. he's, he's he'll be out for a few more weeks and. Um, Minka Fitzpatrick, he's in the, under the uh, concussion protocol, so we don't know if he'll be back um, this Sunday or not. So um, that really stood out. Like, the game was closer than the score. Like, they scored on a fumble the at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so um, we were in there, just a lot of drop passes. Um, but probably the catch of the, the season by uh, Deontay Johnson. But other than that. It's a good catch. Yeah, yeah. I I guess maybe the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, but you like you said they're receiverless or whatever. So I, I think it's the we're on the downside of Tom Brady, like, you know, Grant Father Time is caught up with Tom Brady. Father um, Time in Hollywood, if you if if I if I'm gonna chime in on it. I think he's mm. got a whole bunch of stuff going on outside of football, which was part of the reason that he originally retired and they, they coerced him into coming back, but I think he just got too much going on outside, and it's, it's time for him to step away before he hurt himself. And I mean, and, and truth be told, as well though, fourteen twelve game, you know, you can't really ask your defense to do too much more against Aaron Rodgers, and mm-hmm. he was right in it. They was right there at the end of the game, so it's not. I mean, I, I feel what y'all are saying as well, but with everything stacked up against him, he, you know what I mean. He he was Tom Brady in the, in that in that game. In other words, like. And on, as Tom Brady as you could be, <laughs> honestly, and 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 as you said it, I think back to the game they had, they were down um, driving in, and had they scored that two point conversion, they would have tied the game and, and had a chance to go into overtime. But coaching, if you looked at Tom Brady, you saying him being Tom Brady, he looked over and he wasn't paying attention to the clock, and he said, "Why didn't you call a timeout?" And this was the play after when they actually scored the touchdown. The play clock technically was down to zero at that point I mean, anyway. You're right. It should have been a delay game there. Exactly. But then there was also a play, I want to say it was before the half, I want to say, where he was running his two-minute offense. Mm-hmm. They was about to score, and his receiver, they caught it. Got um, They got punched out or whatever like that by the defensive player, and, you know, they ended up fumbling it. So they was they were, again, like when, when you get quarterbacks like him, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Within those three minutes, two and a half minutes, they trouble, man, because they start they they orchestrate their own plays like as they're going. It's like, you know, what I mean, playing against Madden, somebody on Madden where they they know, manipulating the hot routes and, and calling their own stuff or whatever like that. So when he was on the on the on the run and kind of had Green Bay on his heels, he was completing the passes and you know stuff just didn't the chips didn't fall where they may. Yeah, the game that kind of stood out to me, which was my, my hot pick of the week, was the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. That was an amazing game. I think the Dolphins are uh, definitely more talented than people gave them credit for. I, myself, being one of those people, so I will say that Tua Tungavailoa has uh, shown himself more than capable of getting the ball out to his skilled players and allowing them the opportunity to be successful um, I think that game in the last few seconds. Ooh, did y'all get get a chance to catch uh, the coach in the in the booth? Not just oh, the yeah, coach, but away. Ken Dorsey, <laughs> former University of Miami quarterback, quarterback Ken yep. Dorsey, and of course 
Carolina Panthers, was, former Carolina Panthers quarterbacks coach. He was, in fact, Ken yes. Dorsey. Ken Dorsey lost all his marbles. And if you guys haven't had a chance to check that out, make sure you just Google Ken Dorsey loses it. He snaps, starts throwing papers because the receiver took way too much time. Like, I understand trying to get upfield and get as much field position as possible, but in situational football has to have you aware that when you have very few seconds left on the clock with no timeouts, it's going to take at least two seconds to get lined up and and spike the ball to stop the clock. So if you're scrambling and it's under five seconds when the play snaps, get what you can and get out of bounds. He had more than enough opportunities to do so. Decided to cut it up field, and I wouldn't be surprised if they cut him prior to the end of this week. But that game so was a, with that. Go my ahead. fault. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna say with that Miami game, did y'all see Tua get smacked and then got up? Oh yeah, woozy and punch drunk mm-hmm. or whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was that was one of my takeaways from that. Like they didn't put him in concussion protocol, which kind of concerned me. Like even after the game and stuff like that, they didn't put him in concussion protocol. He said. He's just fine, which was like, all right, that's some NFL stuff to do. So did it look to you like a, a head injury, or did it look like a like legs or whatever? He was right. Just they they called it a leg injury, but just the way that the way that it looked or whatever, the first time I saw it, just off the eye test, like the way he was wobbling, I was like, oh snap! They cracked his muffin, like. <laughs> so I don't know. His explanation after the game was that he was looking around for a clock or something. And it was just like, bro, really? Like His legs look like spaghetti noodles. Exactly. He was saying, I was no, I was rushing. I was trying to look for the clock and I was wanting to make sure that I was getting ready for the next play. Nah, bro, you're lying. You had a concussion and they let you play. The NFL is actually in the processes of investigating to see if the Miami Dolphins, in fact, violated the concussion protocol. And if so, they can expect some hefty fines. With everything that went down with uh, Coach Brian in the previous years and all of the accusations recently, um, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL levied some in- intense fines for them if they find that they, in fact, broke yet another rule and or skirted some, some other type of protocol. So that will be something to kind of keep an eye on in, in all of the hopes and kind of dreams that they have throughout the season. Definitely want to give a shout out also as we pivot over to the Tennessee Titans who tried to give the game away late, um, but held on for a 24, 22 victory over the Raiders. Shout out to my brother's team. Uh, That game, if you guys missed it in the final seconds, the Raiders were coming back, had the opportunity to, um, Punch in a touchdown, really in a play that shouldn't have been a touchdown. Had the had the defensive back just stuck his hand up and swatted at the ball instead of trying to go for an interception. They probably that game is over there, and but they were luckily able to stop them with uh, with the two point conversion and avoid the tie and moving into overtime. But circling back to, of course, the game of the day, the Carolina Panthers versus the New Orleans Saints. Hi, Star, your takeaways. You talked earlier about the defense being the star of that game, and in a lot of ways, they bailed us out. Um, hit them and Mr. LaVisca Chenault Jr. I love I love that. I love I love the the transparency and the kind of the vulnerability that you're showing and you're being very honest, like in and um what objective and not subjective, I guess, uh with that. Because Baker still gets the same you know what I mean? Shoulder shrug from me. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got I wanna the answers. I want to say, if I could have pulled his numbers, he might have had like 180 yards passing or 170-something yards passing. 
but 67 of those yards was Came in from that, that one play. One play that so he had nothing about, to do with. So we're talking about 100 yards, 100 yards and some change passing for the whole game. Again, you had the momentum of your defense starting the game off with uh, um, with a strip uh, and then, you know, fumble recovery for a touchdown and stuff led by Frankie Louvu. Uh, again, with the game itself, I proudly was Hedgy Kane and Hedgy Murphy last week <laughs> because I was like, look, I mean, it, I'm going to just make it a win-win for me regardless. So I'll pick New Orleans for this for this show and these picks and then whatever happens, happens. And like as like the funny thing is in Bank of America, whenever they and especially with division games, as so that's another mm-hmm. kind of not a hot take of mine, but something that I brought up when um, when we had our Panther talk these past couple of weeks. But they they play at a different level in the division games and especially at home, especially in it. If it's the, if they get off to a good start, the Panthers are a team that plays with the crowd behind them and, and does kind of feed off of the crowd and stuff like that. So when I saw that start, you know, uh, NFL is of rhythm or whatnot. And you take New Orleans rhythm from them, not to mention, of course, a, a hobble Jameis. If you will, they had like four layers of padding on on bruh just to help him with it because this whole situation is messed up from his heel all the way to his throwing. So his his whole vibe is messed up. So they threw up like four extra things of padding on him. And the Panthers was like, all right, we don't care. Smack. Whop. Smack. <laughs> Smack. So I'm glad that they just didn't show no mercy to him. But like you said, the the defense and the special teams, honestly was definitely um, the sung heroes, not even the unsung heroes, but they were the clear heroes of this game. Um, disappointed in Baker's lack of production and slow starts so far this year because it was another slow start for him. He was missing some wide-open looks uh, that I could have made. You know what I'm saying? And so I just, uh, it, it just, and then, like I said, to get bailed out by that, uh, by that quote-unquote, screen pass or like one yard pass that that dog takes to the house uh, former jaguar i'm like bruh all right man it's another week that you survive i guess you you save matt rule's job for the week or whatever i guess 12 for 25 for 170 yards one touchdown zero interceptions and 11.3 qbr <laughs> what 11.3 QBR. Like the, the rating that goes up to like 158 or something like that, or what does it go up to? 100... 158.2, if I'm oh, not mistaken. Man. And his QBR for the day was 11.3. He completed 48% of his passes. I'm at the point where it's not even about optimism. It's not about, well, if we only do, if we hit, we're trash. He's trash. Uh, the offensive line, the number one overall pick. I had the opportunity to shout out to the Roaring Riot, the Cola Riot chapter. Um, I had a chance to watch the game with them and Lincoln, and it was like, bro, are y'all like serious? This there was an argument about Icky Iguano, who seemed to be on ice skates every time. If he wasn't on ice skates, then he had sticky fingers and was holding on every other possession. Icky has been disappointing. The rest of the upgrades, and I'm doing that in air quotes. The rest of the upgrades to the line has been porous. Offensively, we are trash. Now, I will stand by what I've said with regards to this defense, that with the proper coaching, they can be a top five unit. They they displayed that without doubt this week. They showed what they can do. Also, top – now, what can be a top two stand unit? Stand by in your the, jersey in the, pick. Watch Go this. 
<laughs> yeah, stand by that jersey hot take. <laughs> oh, the top selling jersey in the league. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> listen, I, Big Cliff of Carolina Sports Talk, was wrong. That hot take that I made about the Panthers can go to no less than the NFC. Ch- we can go to the NFC bottom of the rankings with this offense that we got here. It's trash, and, and there's there's no way to, to dance around it or to switch it up. Uh, I, I came across a tweet from Mr. Skip Bayless of Undisputed on uh, FSN or what is it? What is it? Fox Network, FSN, FS1. Yeah, that. Um, the Carolina Panthers are going to be <laughs> relax. It's a fine. Relax. It's a fine. Oh, yeah, listen. <laughs> but y'all said pair of people's names. Y'all didn't say network <laughs> names. That don't count. Go ahead, bro. Go yes, ahead. Man, relax off me, yo. Anyhow. Skip was screaming how the Panthers are going to be here and this guy is automatically ready and he's underrated and he's healthy. and No, he's trash and he's garbage. Yeah. Skip needs to not talk anymore. And with, I'm never listening to him again, period. Now, with him being a Baker Mayfield fan, of course, we adopted a Carolina Panther fan in, in Skip because I think he was a big Cam critic, if I'm not mistaken, Definitely in the past. Was. and. Again, the only reason that the Panthers are on his radar right now is because he's trying to prove himself right to Shannon regarding his takes on Baker Mayfield and stuff. <laughs> so everything that he says, like he was 100%, 100,000% behind the Panthers regarding that Browns loss as far as like the two the two phantom penalty or the penalties that were never called rather. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just, again, in, in on the Giants, he was making every excuse for us as well. So every week you'll have definitely a Panther apologist in Skip, in Skip Bayless. Never again with me. Now, one unsung thing or one uh, quietly under the radar thing that came out of this game, the Saints have lost a lot of receivers. Michael Thomas went out in this game. Jarvis Landry went out in the game. They were already down one of their other uh, supplementary players. Uh, Tampa Bay, the NFC South period, along with Tampa Bay and New Orleans, is struggling at the wide receiver position. It wouldn't. What would you rate the chances that one of these teams come knocking and say, "Hey, give me a Chenault or give me a Robbie Anderson," and and the Panthers make a trade within the division? If you had to give it an over under, where would you place that at? Start with you, High Star. Uh, I don't know, forty percent, but honestly, again. I wish in a perfect world we could say like, oh, this is our opportunity to go ahead and seize the moment. Like, again, this all goes back to our conversation that we had with your boy, Eric um, Tyner, that, look, what I was saying was the games that we lose right now or that we have lost have been non-division. If we fight hard in the division Mm, for (laughs) for a vibe. You know what I'm saying? And this is that if if we if like whenever we catch Tampa Bay and stuff like that, if they're down receivers or whatever like that and stuff, then, you know, it, it, it is what it is, especially with our hard fighting defense and stuff like that. And then people gaining confidence like J.C. Horn. But to I mean, to answer your question, ultimately, I would say under over like a 40 percent. Um, yeah. I, yeah. OK. I hate to see it, of course, but that's the type of business that NFL is like a team in your division will grab you just so that you see your former team. Exactly. You know what I mean? So many times or whatnot. Be easy. What are your thoughts? What would you rate that uh, over under percentage chance? Uh, I mean, 
I, I don't know. It, it's hard to tell. I mean, with you guys having the weakest division in the in the league. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Simmer down knew, there, I knew, Junior. I knew that was going to wake you guys up. That was going to wake you up. I don't know. I, I, during the season, I, I, I never see those moves during the season, I don't think. So maybe 20% chance. Okay. I honestly yeah. like your number a little bit better, High Star, and I'm going to push it and go to prices right, and I'd put it at 41% chance. Like, um, the, And even if not with from the Panthers, it's almost a definite that the, one of the two of those teams are going to be making moves because although it's very, very early in the season right now, the NFC South standings, at the top of the standings, Buccaneers at 2-1. and one. The second-place team in, in the NFC South, the like Carolina Panthers. Oh, Carolina. Yeah. Y'all two and one? We're one and two. But so are the other two teams. Um, the, the Falcons have lost uh, two of their losses were two actual de- to the Bucks and the Saints. And then the Saints now have one of their losses to us in the division as well. So we are the Dude, second place team right now. How I, it With seems different this year that um, it seems different this year that like early in the season, there's a lot of division games mm-hmm. early on. That's different from previous years, right? It, it absolutely is. And I think it's, 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 it, they're balancing to kind of get it where it is a little bit more balanced because it used to be that almost everybody played almost all of their division games at the end of the year. But, and they did that originally kind of to have more excitement at the end of the year and more meaningful football. So there weren't a lot of teams resting players, but they started doing that anyway. And so they're like, well, let's just go ahead and spread them out. And so like the Falcons, for an example, played all, no, I'm sorry, the Saints played all three division game, all three of the divisional foals in the first three weeks of the season because they've now played us, the Bucks, and the Falcons. They've lost, um, they beat us. No, I'm sorry, they beat the Falcons and then lost to the Bucks and us. So, um, yeah, they're balancing it out where they're going to be some more closer to the front end and then a little bit more around to the end as well. So, I like it where it's not all jumbled out to the end of the season where you have some kind of sprinkled throughout the season along with the other uh, divisional components or opponents that you'll be facing. So definitely it's interesting to see how they're going to balance that out and how the rest of the season is going to balance. Now, um, even though you're not going to be in the full tabulation with us, be easy. I hope you're ready for some pick them. We're going to pick the week four games and uh, to give you guys an update or a recap of where we are with the current standings. So as we stand uh, this week, I started off hot in the early Thursday and early morning Sunday games, I went eight and one. And then for whatever reason, in the afternoon nights and Monday night, it just all fell apart. And I finished this this week at eight and eight. Uh, High Star finished at seven and nine, bringing him to 23 and 25 for the season. And I'm still just slightly ahead at 26 and 22. So we will go ahead and break down these upcoming games. Um, starting with the Dolphins against the Bengals in Thursday night. Start with you, High Star. Who you got in that one? Dolphins at Bengals. Thursday night. I'm going to get on the bandwagon that is Miami and see if they can grab that uh that game on the road. Where are you going with that one? Be easy. Uh, Dolphins. Uh, the Bengals are trash. Their offensive line is horrible. They give up like three full sacks every game. So. A lot of those happen to do with your boy uh, Burrow, but that's that's just topic for another day. But oddly enough, I'm going with the Bengals at home. I'm going with the Bengals on that one. Next up, Vikings at Saints. And a 9.30 a.m. That's got to be in London game. 
Um, Saturday, Sunday, October the second, Viking at Vikings at Saints. Hi, star. I'm gonna go with. Um, can we change up the order of picks at any time? But <laughs> yeah, feel free at any time to lead it off because every time that I go and you'd be like, I'm gonna go the other way. I'd be like feeling the type of way. But uh, <laughs> Minnesota, I'm gonna go with Minnesota on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Vikings also. Yeah, the, the Saints are shorthanded. Um, yeah, that's 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 gonna be a Vikings win right there for me as well. Seahawks at Lions. We'll start with you. Be easy. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Lions. Uh, for what reason, I don't know. I think they played good against somebody. The Lions. One of losses, go ahead. I think I think they had one of one of their losses was a close loss, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm gonna go with the Lions. The Lions are a good team this year. They are actually the third score, highest scoring uh, offense in NFL right now. That's uh, it. Okay, so there's a um a stat out that uh, uh what's it? Lamar Jackson has more touchdowns than 30 teams in the NFL. The only team that he doesn't have more touchdowns than is the Lions. Yes, sir. They playing some good ball. So yeah, so yeah. I'm on Ross St. Brown is nice with it like that, but. High Star, where are you going with this one? Seahawks at Lions. Um, I I like I like Detroit at home. Uh, like yeah, their weapons offensively been showing up, and they got a little bit of swagger. I'm not sure if you've seen the press conference with that receiver uh, mm-hmm. on the Lions. So he he's definitely got a mission, or uh, you know, he's on a mission rather. I'm actually going to go the same way. I'm going to go Detroit Lions at home. Jets at Steelers. High star. Yeah, the Steelers, man. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Steelers. I like always been a Mike Tomlin, Brian Flores fan. I like the resolve that they always show whenever they're in situations like these. Uh, so this is a game that they should win. Definitely. Be easy. Do I have to answer? Yes, you do, sir. <laughs> J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Now I'm going Steelers in that one, too. And tell them, that listen, I need you as a resident Steelers fan to go ahead and call Mike Tomlin and tell uh-huh. him that Big Cliff from Carolina Sports Talk said, throw the ball to Pat Fryermuth, bro. My man has been letting me down weekly in fantasy. I need some points oh, from the tight end position. He, yes. I mean, they, he, he caught a few passes last week, but he he – did he play the first week? I don't think he played week he, one. He was in there. I had like 1.2 points, but I need Pat Fryer move to go ahead and, and 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 get off on the Jets. Pause. Like, relax. Just go ahead on. Yeah. Get out there and, and, and play some ball. But I'm going Steelers in this one. Bears at the Giants. Be easy. I'm going, I'm going Giants. The Giants are looking pretty good. They run, Saquon, I saw him bust out a mean run uh, on Monday Night Football. So Okay. Going, I'm going Giants. Giants, high star. Said it's in Rutherford. It's it is East Rutherford. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like the Giants. I think they won't let their fans down two weeks in a row or mm-hmm. whatnot. So I like the Giants in this one. They've let them down three years in a row, but nonetheless, two weeks. I'm going right, right. Giants in this one too. Shout out to Yoshi who called me after they beat us. And uh, <laughs> 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 no, listen, all he said was, "What's going on, buddy?" <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never wanted to hang up on my, one of my friends so bad in all my life. But I'm going Giants in this one. Shout out to Yoshi. Titans at the Colts. High star. It's one of those games right there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, hopefully, again, Derrick Henry continues his his uh, great performance from last week. And, uh, and I'm going to say the Titans, man. You said they're at the Colts. They're at Indianapolis. They are. All right. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a still go with the, with the Titans on that one. Darius Leonard, is he still out? He is. Okay, I'm going Titans. Um, because also I have Ryan Tannehill as my second quarterback. So <laughs> you need him go hopefully, off. Hopefully he has like four touchdowns, but yeah, I'm going Titans. I picked against the Colts last week, not realizing that Darius was going to have the marching one on one performing at halftime. Um they're not out there this week, and so I'm going Titans again. Um I'm picking Titans over. What's the Colts. up with Jonathan Taylor? He has been a ghost in a shell of himself this year, but a lot Maybe of that has to do with a breakout game for him. Mm, not against the Titans defense, no. No, uh-uh. not this week. Chargers at Texans. I'll, I'm going to Chargers. Okay, I was about to say, I'll, I'll crank it off and say it. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Uh, uh, does Justin Herbert return? Or was he was he playing last week? Regardless? He was, but he was playing he just, hurt, he was like rattled and stuff. Yeah. yeah, he had a rib injury, and he actually had to get the same injection that Tyrod Taylor had in um, with the Chargers when they punctured his lungs. So there was some concern about that, but he was able to get the shot and go and and, and play through the pain. Tough guy, man. Yeah, both of y'all go going Chargers. Chargers. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to go Texans in that one simply because I think that is going to be a lingering in, in, uh, injury. And he very likely is going to need to probably sit for a while and let it heal because when it when it's ribs, breathing hurts. Let alone trying to go out there and throw a football. So I'm I'm going Texans in that one. Browns at the Falcons. High star. Uh, I don't want to say this, but this will kind of be my hot take for the week. I'll go with the NFC South team there mm. and go with the Falcons. Okay. Be easy. And I'll go with the AFC North team, Browns. <laughs> oddly, yeah. oddly enough, I believe this one is going to be a low-scoring game. It's going to come down to the groundwork, and I, I like the Falcons a little bit better in this one, so I'm going Falcons. Commanders, you guys are going to be so wrong. Y'all about to see what the NFC North brings to the table. A lot of wait, defense. Ooh, I was about to say, way to turn it into a rivalry against our rivals. Against our rivals who we hate, exactly. It, it's, yeah, yeah, it's our <laughs> Next up, Cowboys hosting the Commanders. Hi, sir. Uh, okay, be easy. I'm this my this my uh, sleeper right here. I'm going Commanders mm, for a rivalry game. Everybody get up for the rivals. So I get that. And I yeah. want to I want to see the Commanders win, um, especially since they changed their name from that racist name. So <laughs> shout out to changing away from racism. Yeah. Uh, Hi, sir. What you got with that one? Dallas. Okay, I'm going Dallas as well. June, in a very, very quietly good game, the Jacksonville Jaguars coming up to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. Hi, Star, who you got in that one? I'm, I, I love what Jacksonville is doing, but being on the road, traveling across country, so you went from Florida over to the West Coast, and now you got to come back to old Philly. I believe in the Philly fans as far as rattling folks. So I'm going to go with the Eagles. Mm. Fly, Eagles, fly. Okay. Be easy. Where you going with that one? Uh, the ball from Philly gonna win that John. <laughs> <laughs> that John, you drawn, you drawn, <laughs> drawn right now. Yo, all right, bull. 
Yes, definitely going to go with the Eagles in that one as, too, uh, as well. Our frat brothers out there playing some really, really good football at the quarterback position. So shout By out. By halftime. Well, go ahead. Shout out. My shout friend. out Jalen Hurts. Go ahead. Yeah, by halftime, they're going to be like, hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished? (laughs) Coming fresh off of their first loss of the season, the Buffalo Bills travel to Baltimore to take on the Ravens in another good matchup. Very good. High star? Very good matchup. That's a really good game. I I wouldn't be surprised if they flexed that one somehow. Very good matchup. What time is that game scheduled for? Let me see. 1 p.m. Oh, definitely flex. Yeah, that that oh. that's that's gonna be Sunday night. But the only thing oh. is, look at the Sunday night game. That's Chiefs Bucks. You got Tom Brady versus uh, Tom Super Brady. Bowl replay. Yeah. Oh yeah. No flex. No flex. Zone. No flex zone. Zone. <laughs> All three of us got that. So yeah. But yeah. um, nah. It's two quarterbacks that are certified winners. So it's a very tough choice. I'm gonna go with. Somebody else picking before me, but no, no, no. I'm a, um, you, how about this? I'll I'm pick this one first. With, all right, I am going with the Buffalo Bills for the only reason that the stand on it man. that the yeah. secondary of the Ravens is banged up, and I think with this loss and being fueled, they're going to come into Baltimore. And although Lamar Jackson is going to have a Herculean effort, and I sure hope he drops like seventy-eight fantasy points. The defense is going to step up and, and, and cause him some fits, and um, his defense isn't going to support him. So I'm going Bills in this one. All right. I'm going to go with Buffalo. Um, similar to your points with Buffalo, so I'm just a Von Miller fan. Uh, you know, not quite when he was in Denver because we know what that was indicative of and what happened there whenever he won his first Super Bowl ring. But, you know, um, he that boy know how to play football, man. So That boy good, isn't he? <laughs> Right. So and, you know, all it takes is one or two pieces on your defense to have the whole defensive unit real solid. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Of course, like I said, uh, Josh Allen and Steph Diggs, both uh, winners and, and, you know, they compete. But I'll go with Buffalo. Be easy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I got to go with the Bills, too. Even though they're going to be playing no, be in more. Baltimore. They'll Baltimore. be playing in Baltimore. Uh, I got to go with the Bills, too, like you boys. All right. (laughs) Cardinals coming down to Carolina Bank of America to take on the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I will also start this one. Sweet Caroline. Panthers over the Cardinals. Go to you next. Be easy. Where are you going? Uh, seeing as how uh, I don't have a, uh, a accent to do for Carolina, I'm gonna just say the Panthers are gonna win that. Uh, I think they're gonna upset the, uh, Arizona. Yeah, we, we dragged them last year too. That was the Cam game. Uh, High Star, who you got in that one? Yeah, when we when we won last year against your boy, it was on um, in Arizona. So I I am hesitantly, but I am picking uh, Carolina, and I think that they're gonna kind of ride the momentum of this week, second home game in a, in a row, and they're going to do their thing, hopefully. The defense will definitely do it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> One thing I, I failed to mention, um, or I started to mention and didn't come back and complete, as the defense can be a top five unit in the NFL, we possess a top two unit in the NFL, the kicking game. Both our punter and our kicker. Now, we know that the punter – was an all-pro last year, pro bowler, uh, Super Bowl champion in Mr. Hecker. But Eddie Pinero is, or Pinero, or, you know, 
That's a fine. <laughs> Eddie P. Eddie is definitely uh, a, a more than worthy feeling after having an injury earlier on in the season. He stepped in and has been been doing a great job. And both of them rank statistically in top two in just about every kicking category. So shout out to them boys. Without the kicking game, without the offense, we would have lost that game. Excuse me, without the defense, we would have lost that game. So shout out to them and, and all that they're doing. Next up, well, wait, PZ, did, yeah, you said um, Panthers in that one as well. Mm-hmm. Broncos at the Raiders in the first, excuse me, the second of the afternoon games. And our pa- Panthers game is a 4 o'clock kick as well, gentlemen. Broncos at Raiders. Listen, man, I believe too much in the silver and black. Uh, Brandon, I was, again, I hope I didn't jinx y'all last week. But I'm going with the Raiders, man. They need a win this year. I got Devontae Adams and Darren Waller on my uh, fantasy teams. <laughs> and Derek Carr on one of my teams. So mm. I, I need a W, man. Like, I don't know what we're doing here. Be easy. So I wrote down the Broncos. But that's a rivalry game. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if the Raiders have any injury. They're in Vegas. In Vegas. Hmm. I'm 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 gonna switch mine to go with the Raiders also because the the Broncos didn't look good against um the 49ers or the Seahawks. They haven't looked they good this season. <laughs> yeah, so, um, Your boy played the 49ers, them. right? Yeah. I already played the 49ers, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Raiders. I'll switch mine to the Raiders. Yeah, I'm it's going. That'll be their first first win. I was just going to say, I, I agree. Uh, shout out to our dog. That your Raiders get a win this week, dog. Patriots at Packers. As much as I hate the Patriots, I have utter disdain <laughs> for Aaron Rodgers right now in my life. Really? So I'm going for the Patriots on this one. I'm gonna pick the Patriots. Shout out to Mac Jones. I believe he's out this week, though. I'm about to, I'm about to double check that and verify it, but I, I know he got Somebody hurt. Somebody rub his knee in. <laughs> yeah, now he's give out some, multiple games. Give him some soup. Give, give, give him what the mama to be. <laughs> Man, put some salve on the rub a little dirt on it. But no, Matt, so even with Mac Jones out, you still going Patriots? Yeah, shout out to Patty. Say that more, Patriot Patty. He, he rocking with you. High Star, which way you going? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers. Um... Man, much to be said, man. I unlike B Easy, I am an Aaron Rodgers fan, so mm. I don't yeah, think that he's gonna you. let <laughs> I don't think that he's gonna let the guys down in Lambo. <laughs> go <laughs> pack. You notice the, the authenticity in that laugh. <laughs> this guy here. Shout out to Vashti's favorite team, the Green Bay Packers. Uh next up in the Sunday night game, the Kansas City Chiefs. Traveling down to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers in a Super Bowl rematch. Who you got, High Star? I don't think that the uh, I don't think the Bucks have enough firepower for. Well, Mike Evans is returning. He's coming back suspension. from suspension as, and then he's also got uh, the receiver coming back healthy. That was that's been out the last couple of weeks. Um, you know what? Uh oh, uh oh. Because I, I don't I don't want to see them win, of course, because they're in our division. But uh, Chiefs coming off a loss. Andy Reid, right? Andy Reid. Andy Reid don't really be caring about nothing in the beginning of this season. So, (laughs) um, I'm gonna go with the Bucks on this one. Okay, be easy. It it was a line from the movie 300 where, um, I think the lady said to one of the guys or whatever. She said something like, "Um, uh, you will not enjoy this." Mm Mm-hmm. 
the Buccaneers would not enjoy this game. <laughs> After that loss, I saw a few players from the Chiefs say, like, you know, they like certain people took personal responsibility for the loss they had. Um, and I think they're gonna come out and they're gonna put up big numbers. It's gonna be ugly for the Buccaneers. So I'm going Chiefs. Oddly enough, I think Tom Brady's fitting to lose two in a row, too. I'm going Chiefs in this one. And then in Monday Night Football, we've got the Los Angeles Rams being hosted by the San Francisco 49ers. Starting with you, I start where you're rocking. I got the Rams in this one. Mm. Be easy. Five, five. Shout out to uh, Nipsey. Shout out to Crip Mac. Um, shout out to... Uh, you know, all my neighborhood. The whole neighborhood. Hey, yeah, yeah. You know, 20s on up to the six. I'm sorry, that's the wrong show. I was about to say, brother, you're pushing this family-friendly thing. Going for the Rams. Going for the Rams. Yeah. And who did you say high star with this one? You said L.A. L.A. too? I said that Be Easy is pushing this family-friendly thing. This boy, yeah. Cousin. But no, I said <laughs> L.A., yeah. Mm. As much as I want the Rams to win, and I need your boy to go ahead and get like six touchdowns, I think Jimmy Garoppolo bounces back from his uh, first kind of spoiler game and returning as, um, as the quarterback because he is a regular season quarterback. <sighs> I feel like I'm trying to talk myself out of it, but I'm going to go Niners in this me. one. Not against Aaron Donald and, and Jalen Ramsey. I don't think that he did. Yeah. But see, what's going to be key for him that, is the running he's, game. He's going to be a game manager. They're going to run the ball, run the ball, and and play action, pass you to death. Right. He's going like to manage to lose you definitely are talk, Exactly. You're definitely talking <laughs> yourself into it. Jimmy G is quietly becoming one of your favorite quarterbacks. It's For whatever be, reason, I don't he's know. Because he's not a Panther. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, again, we know how I feel about Jimmy G. Like, there's no doubt that he's one of the absolute worst quarterbacks for if you're trying to win long-term, but that's neither here nor there. So, we will definitely give you guys the payout next week and see what those scores look like. Be easy. We'll keep you on the leaderboard as well and see. let you uh, know. Maybe, you know, shoot it to you in an email on the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast. Uh, while yeah, we take yeah. Before we transition to our next show, uh, our next topic, rather, go and let the folks know what, what you guys got going on over on the DJ Blaze Show, man. Uh, just a lot of, you know, current events. We kind of delve into sports a little bit. You know, we got into the... Uh, Celtics fiasco a little bit last week um, mm-hmm. with our ratchet takes. It's not ratchet, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's a little bit more uh, explicit than the takes you would have over here. So, nah. you know, be professional over here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, you know, most, most of the current event stuff. So, try to keep everyone abreast of what's going on in the world. Definitely a lot of good takes, a lot of perspective. Yes, and and everybody likes a little ratchet every once in a while. So when you when you're ready for your little dose of uh, current events from a different perspective, make sure you go and check out my guy DJ uh, the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast featuring Be Easy, Amy, and what's your other co-host name? Key. Key. Sorry, Key. Don't 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 fight me. I'm sorry. And they can be found wherever you get your podcast for what? Three ninety nine. Yes, sir. So at this point, let's go ahead and transition into our HBCU football. What do you want to say, guys, Star? You really, dog, be easy. You got a set of great co-hosts. Them, them women be having me laughing all day, every day. So this past week, I'm sorry to, to hold this nah, up. Nah, this no, 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 go for it. They referenced um, your man, baby boy. Hey, come be easy with the <laughs> spice and the sassiness. Talk about some... <laughs> 
You know, the, <laughs> the infamous $40 line. $40. And then, and then his, right. So we ain't going to say what else you said, right? Yeah. But <laughs> then your co-host comes in with the with the tongue smack and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. yo, I was weak. I was I was crying because they they like that, though. They like that. I, I love it. I love the co-host and I love the chemistry that y'all got on there. Yeah, I'm glad, you know, it's all for entertainment. I'm glad you uh you enjoy. Definitely got some pros rocking with him, man, because, you know, it's it's hard to get a professional co-host uh, to be, you know, on your show every week and do what they're supposed to do. So shout out to those of us who have them rocking with us. You know what I'm saying? You weren't sure what hey. I was going there with it. He was looking. He was looking. He was ready. <laughs> but with that, <laughs> I'm not. Nope. Without further ado, let's take a look at some of the NF, excuse me, the HBCU football scores from around the country. So one of the ones that I definitely want to talk about a bit will be the Benedict College game. But before we get there, let's take a look at the Grambling game. Grambling took care of, well, excuse me, was taken care of by Bethune-Cookman with a final score of 36-19. to Jackson State over Mississippi Valley State, 49-7. to UTSA over Texas Southern, 52-24. to FAMU over Alabama A&M, 38-25. Prairie View over Alabama State, 25 to 15. As we swap over to the MEAC Conference, which is the home of South Carolina State University. And we'll talk about them in just a moment with their matchup with University of South Carolina coming up. But South Carolina State fell to North Carolina A&T, 41 to 27. Delaware State fell to Merrimack, 26-13. Norfolk State fell to St. Francis, 45 to 26, and the one team to get a win in the MEAC, the North Carolina Central Eagles over Virginia Lynchburg, 59 to 14. Central has been playing some really good ball this season, uh, currently hosting and being pridefully boasting of their 4 and 0 record. Um, but as I mentioned, the Benedict Tigers are also playing some really great ball. They finished off the Kentucky State uh, Thoroughbreds 40 to 14. Now, I know it's not as easily accessible as some of the big time college football or definitely not the NFL, but did you guys get a chance to maybe check out any of the college football scores and or any of those games that kind of stood out to you? Start with you. Uh, hi star. Yeah. I'm, I saw a lot of talking stuff about the South Carolina state uh, game and then, um, and then Benedict's game as well. But I mean, you said it definitely the, the accessibility and stuff like that, which is which is slowly changing, it uh, cause I on Saturdays I'm I'm always occupied regardless. Like I don't even be watching regular uh, top twenty five AP football really. So mm-hmm. let alone catching up and keeping up with HBCU uh, football. You know, ashamed to say, but it's just what it is. Like in the college level of football, I I be you know lightly checked out if it's not somebody's homecoming. And, and and with homecoming season literally right around the corner, it's definitely some good games to be able to be held and, and to be kind of checked out as well. Uh, BZ, did you did you check any out or any of the games kind of stood out to you? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I did see the scores of the uh, South Carolina State um, game when they lost to A&T, which was uh, surprising seeing as how they're the uh, defending champions. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I did catch that. I was a little disappointed in uh, South Carolina State. Got a lot of family that went there, played there, whatever. Um, but then, you know, everybody's checking for the Jackson State scores with, you know, prime time and what he's doing down there. Um, and so, uh, 
yeah, they won big over Mississippi Valley State. So shout out to uh, those two. Um, everybody else, I just worry about their bands. So yeah. <laughs> now, of all of the HBCU bands, which one is your favorite HBCU band? Uh, the Sonic Boom, the Human Jukebox. Mm. Human Jukebox, if you will. I think that's a Southern University. Okay. What about you? No, Sonic Boom is somebody else, right? No, Sonic Boom. Well, let's look and see. While while we are, uh, High Star, who's your favorite favorite marching band? Well, I wouldn't be let back in Orangeburg if I don't say the marching one on one. But the first uh, band that I was uh, kind of made aware of or, or whatnot or put on to was down there in the uh, panhandle of um, down there in Tallahassee or whatnot. I just won't say no names, but again, the answer to your question is the marching one on one. I need my. I need I need my homecoming uh, plates and stuff like that available. <laughs> Can't have nobody really, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know this ain't a band show, but South Carolina State Band is wonderful. Gremlin Band is wonderful. FAMU's huge, you know. But man, somebody, so man, I've stumbled upon a video of Southern's band, and they played a song by South Carolina native Nick Grant. And the title of the song is Drug Lord Couture. Mm. Shout out to Yeah, shout out to Walter Barrow. And uh, that just made me love them. So sorry, Marching 101. <laughs> so much like High Star, uh, I've got my tithes, uh, uh, my ties rather, to Orangeburg and to the 101. And they are, um, are one of my favorite all-time bands. But if I'm talking this season, having heard several bands throughout the year, um, and I'm not just saying this because they cut checks right now. Oh, God. <laughs> but the marching band of distinction, bro, they got a horn section. And now they've always been famous for their horns. We've all seen the social media with the young man and the trumpet player. That was Benedict College. That was them. That's a fine. It's a trombone. It's, is that not a horn? Is you said a, trumpet player. Okay, that's a fine. Yeah, the woodwinds. Okay, watch High Star. He's it. It's shaking his head in approval. Yeah, it's not Brass. me getting him right this. So the woodwinds are always like that, but like them boys blow pause. Like they, they had <laughs> Fort Valley came. Uh, it's not Fort Valley. Uh, Savannah State came and tried to have like a little mini battle, and they mm-hmm. were like, "Yeah, y'all don't want it." And then when after the game, they have what they call the fifth quarter, where the ball, the bands just simply from the stands with whomever else wants to stay there. They just battle and they go back and forth section for section. It'd be the P sec, it'd be the rhythm. It like and it just goes. And had nobody been able to hang with them yet. And so I gotta give my respect to the marching band of distinction, Benedict College, man. They they're like that. They are also a twenty twenty two Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade feature band. Um they like that. They they they're the truth. Disgusting. It's disgusting. Do you know what they call it before the game when they do the battle before the game? What's that? The mm-hmm. pre quarter? Nah, zero quarter. <laughs> for real, that's what they call it. I didn't know that. You thought I made it up? Yes, I did. Nah, yeah, that's what they call it for real, zero quarter. Who calls it that? Everybody. Put it put it in your Googles on, on our YouTube <laughs> and you'll see it. Come on, for real. I believe them. Yeah, listen, I, listen, if, 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 look, I, I if they got the fifth quarter, I, I wouldn't. Although fifth quarters are also um, in Bank of America. They have a fifth quarter where in the luxury suites up top. The after party. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You can uh, slide up there and, and just have like watch all the rest of the afternoon games and kind of kick it and chill up there too. So That's what's up. Yeah. But 
as we get back to the HBCU football, we're going to talk about the bands. I do want to mention uh, and talk a little bit about the Kentucky State game against the Benedict College Tigers. Yo, Benedict looked good, man. I said it a couple of weeks before, and I'm going to continue to say it. Um, Coach Barry has got these guys coached up. The score wasn't even really – the game wasn't as competitive as the score even with a 14-40 to 40 loss wasn't even that much because they scored on the opening play of the of uh, the opening drive of the game and then they scored on the opening drive of the sec their opening drive of the second half as well other than that with them running the triple option it, it kind of took a second for the defense to get aligned but when they did it was just a wrap from there and I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed to see how just def- just how disciplined they are as a team and how they, 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 they fly to the ball on the defensive side. They've still run it in two quarterback systems where you've got one um, in Phoenix who's coming in and being able to just light it up, be electric with his legs, and then the other backup is coming in and being a pocket passer. Uh, and, and they're just overall really showing some good good football. And I'm excited to see what's going to be going on with them when they play Fort Valley State, who is currently the second-place team in the conference. And really, this could determine who's going to be representing the team in the east of the SIAC championships, uh, which will be, hopefully, if Benedict is able to win out, it will be hosted in Columbia, South Carolina. So I'm, I'm definitely uh, privileged to not only just be a part of it, but to witness good football, good disciplined football. And so hopefully uh, in the next couple of weeks, we can get Coach Barry on the show to give us some perspective on what's kind of motivating him to motivate the players in the way that they are and definitely get some access to them and have them, you know, continue on this journey that they are. So that will do it for HBCU Sports this week. If there are some teams that you feel like we ought to be covering and we've not yet mentioned it, hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, Cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. Let us know who you want to hear from. I actually had a conversation with a young lady who said, do you guys talk about F1 racing? No, we don't. But if you hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, we will. So again, Cliff at carolinasportstalk.net and Big we look forward to being able to <laughs> I was right there too. I was right I know, there. <laughs> I know, man. You was in your groove. Go ahead. Now, now at this point, I'm going to turn the show over to DJ Highstar. <laughs> Let's talk about some NBA, bro. Now, I, well, and what I was saying to cut you off was Big Game in Columbia coming up because we we, were, we did not talk about it we teased it and it, see you know what that's that's high, uh be easy that's why you have great co-hosts like high star yep. to be able to help you out when you fail and when you lack it yeah. this thursday due to the hurricane that is coming and hopefully prayers out to every one of you guys on the east coast i hope that everyone remains safe we know what that hurricane has already done out there in the tropics but we definitely definitely are praying for the east coast but as a result the game that was to be held saturday in williams bryce stadium is being moved up to thursday night featuring the university of south carolina gamecocks hosting the south carolina state bulldogs now fellas and in getting a preview of the game we know that SEC football is a little bit different, just a little TT different than the MEAC. We've already seen what happened to the Bulldogs when they played a Division One powerhouse and wasn't even a really a powerhouse. Uh, they ended up on the not top 10 of ESPN, but I think they got something for them on Thursday night. What are your thoughts on the game coming up, man? We'll start with you, High Star. They got what? Uh, some food for them or something? <laughs> they got some girls for them? What are you talking about? The one-on-one going... The one-on-one going... <laughs> Zeus phone's gonna go off. That's about yeah. it. Yeah, I think uh, the Gamecocks gonna do what the Gamecocks do. They're gonna take care of business. I feel uh, against 
the uh, South Carolina State Bulldogs. I mean, I wish I could see it another way, but yeah, it's just cut and dry for me. I'm trying not to overthink that, you know? Yeah. I got a hot take, fellas. It's hot. It's hot. South Carolina State University Bulldogs this Thursday night will score on the University of South Carolina Gamecocks. <laughs> you have a harder take saying the band gonna be there with all that rain. Mm. <laughs> that's really that's the it, hottest take. I hope it don't rain, bro, because I'm supposed to be going to the game. I hope it don't rain. I really hope it don't rain. But one one player to keep your eyes on. We know the South Carolina State has that monster wide receiver, and I'm definitely interested in seeing what Shaq Davis is able to do up against an SEC defense. Although he almost played one in Jackson State last year. But nonetheless, um, he is going to be key to watch. And the linebacker, sophomore, Mr. Jay Snow, our frat brother Jamar's son, I expect some big things for him this week. Yeah, definitely. He's he's a linebacker for the squad, and uh, as a sophomore, I'm thinking – this is going to be his game. I'm ready. I'm ready to see my young bull break out and make some moves, man. So we wish him and the rest of the Bulldogs much success and uh, definitely, definitely excited to see what they're able to do against this big test. Or as you would say, high star, this big check. But I, I definitely think they're going to uh, going to go and do the thank thing. You yes. For stealing the Give me that. <laughs> I suppose. Stolen. But that's going to do it for HBCU football. Uh, again, we wish the South Carolina State Bulldogs much success and um yeah go bulldogs at this time i will now transition over to you for the nba bro uh a whole lot of news going on this week with media days isn't it yeah yeah uh for the most part you had your media day going on so a couple things that stood out to me on the west and the east coast start off on the west coast real quick um big three photos being taken you know with the brand new coach you had russell out there A.D., a.k.a. Uh, whatever y'all call him, a.k.a. Fragile or a.k.a. Uh, street Clothes. That's what they call them. Now they call them Street Clothes or whatever like that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and then LeBron or whatnot taking their pictures. Um, a couple of questions that made it around to, the, to your social medias and your sports shows of the world. Russell was asked, uh, what do you think about if the organization doesn't want you or something like that? And one thing about Russell, man, honestly, as bad as a rap that he gets, yo, consummate professional. Well, I'll say about 70% of the time. <laughs> the right. Because he do got them times where he will snap on them. But he's starting off and it looks like a, 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 a new Russell where, again, he, he, he is media trained and has been media trained, but he knows what to say. It's just that when he's fed up, sometimes he just don't what? care. He'll go there, bro. What whatnot. are you talking about, man? Right. And so, I, they, well, go ahead. Uh, well, I like the way you brought it back to something we talked about earlier. Shout out to Nipsey neighborhood, uh, yeah. and all of that. You know, shout out to him and Russell Westbrook. But go ahead, continue. Yeah, absolutely. And, and thank you again for showing your gang ties. But uh, <laughs> with um, nah, with Russell, he was like, he was like, pretty much, I come to work. Every day just to, you know what I mean? To come to work, pretty much perform. It's like, you know, just gave, gave a very professional answer, in other words. But also they asked Pat Beverly, they asked him what his favorite LeBron play was. And he says his block against LeBron. Um, I'm going to ask both of y'all. Are y'all tired of Pat Beverly in the Lakers jersey already? Or Yes. 
I'm not even okay. like, yes, sick <laughs> of it. Now, granted, a lot of it has to do with my disdain for him from his Clipper days and then traveling around the country being corny. Now, defensively, he is what it is. It is what it is. But, bro, like the antics enough. Like, go perform. Do something before you just kind of. When he first got there, he, it was, he was asked, though, you know, what, what do you think about playing with LeBron and stuff? He said, y'all need to ask LeBron what he thinks about playing with me. I we made the, the playoffs. playoffs. Right. Come on, bro. <sighs> Come on. So, Post you know. <laughs> this dude working on his said, career. What you said, be easy. Points were made. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a fan of his, bro? I mean, he's cool. He, had, you know, he, he, he. he Plays his role in the in the league or whatever, you know. Say no more. I don't think people take him, shouldn't take him too. I don't think he takes himself too seriously. I was just about to say you know he. I saying? think he's found his role for himself, like on and off the court. Of course, we mentioned the the sports talks and all of that stuff, but just his, you know, his his personality. He, I think he knows that there's a fit somewhere in media for his personality. So. He 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 be getting his lines off whenever he you know saying get a chance to or whatnot <laughs> yeah exactly and leaving these little fun audio clips out there, um, but traveling across the country we had also a media day out there in Brooklyn as well uh, they show um, seeing pictures going viral kind of of Kyrie and KD um, sitting next to each other I saw a report or I think Stephen A really just talking about um, Kyrie losing maybe a hundred million dollars or something like that for choosing not to get vaccinated and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, Kyrie's still choosing, you know what I mean? Not, not to have the shot or whatnot. It's like, you know, again, where we're at knock on wood and quote unquote with the pandemic and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's like, it's, it's not really as mandated or mandatory as it, as it was once was, but they also asked KD um, some great questions and, and put KD on the, on the spot with regards to a lot of his off uh his off season antic antics and um he took responsibility and was was oddly enough very transparent with regards to why he uh did what he did as far as the trade uh um requesting a trade and demanding a trade and stuff like that said ultimately that he sat down and spoke with Josiah but his his initial demands for a trade was off the heels of uh, uncertainty um, and a uh, lack of security that he felt out there in Brooklyn or whatnot. So do you buy KD's um, explanation and what do you think of it guys? Like as far as uh, I don't know, what do you, what do you, what do you, you know what I'm saying? Do you give him credit for his explanation and stuff like that? Or no, he's already kind of made his bed and yep. to lay in it. And now at this point it's like, what else is he going to say? Um, I think that KD tried to flex his muscle like so many other players have done, but he didn't quite have the leverage that he thought that he had, and it almost made him look a little bit pouty. It's like, all right, I guess I'll come back and play for basketball, especially with the fact that the team is where he is now is going to be the best option for him to be able to win, and I think that he was just fed up, wasn't sure with the, by the Kyrie thing, and, and wanted to go. There was... By all accounts, Kyrie was out of town at that point. Yeah, I um, know what this reminds me of. What's that? And this is no knock against you, Big Cliff. But on, uh, so I'm tired of um, of keeping all of this to myself. So 
on the legacy show on Hulu. <laughs> they, do, <laughs> they do talk about those uh, later years of Kobe and when he was having, you know, issues with the team and what they were building around him more, more um, specifically when they brought Andrew Bynum on the team. Mm-hmm. And then he was, you know, the, the trade demand started and stuff like that. And essentially, uh, Mitch Kupchak and and, every, and Rob Palenka pretty much had to tell Kobe, like, look, if we do deal you somewhere, the the uh, how like what is going to cost that other team is going to leave you in the same situation mm-hmm. that you're at here or worse, like where you're not going to have nothing around you or whatnot. Exactly. That's exactly what this situation reminds me of with KD. If he was dealt somewhere, there's not too many places where they wouldn't have gutted the team because of how much he would have cost it to get, to get him on a team. And he would have been in the same situation or worse with talent wise or the people that were surrounding him. What was the name of that show you said? Legacy. Hmm. And it's on Hulu. That seems like a show I might want to go and watch, huh? Hulu. Nah, not at all. I took it. I already uh, did that for us. I took the Liberty. <laughs> I watched it. But yeah, now to finish the, the KD point, I think that his best with with understanding or at that point believing that his boy was out of town, he or even surrounding the uncertainty, he didn't want to rock there no more. And so at this point, he's saying what he had to say to kind of move forward and, and them to try to win a championship this Smooth year. Move things over so it's not as awkward looking at Steve Kerr in the eyes. Exactly. <laughs> hey, coach. Hey, uh, coach, I'm going to go I, run some laps. I agree, exactly. I agree with that, that Steve Kerr needed to be gone. Not Steve. Steve Nash needed to be. I going. said Steve Curry. Yeah, fine. Yeah, Steve Nash. It's a fine. That's not yes. my thing. Exactly, but it's not my fines. But you know, we will figure it out for me. But <laughs> yeah, nevertheless, Steve Nash yeah. does need to be gone. Um, but I, I believe him. You know, he didn't have to be transparent and say those things because it really, like you said, it it was him taking accountability. So, um, yeah, I believe him. I mean, we'll see how he comes out and plays. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's too early right now. Of course, no preseason ball or anything like that. We're going to continue to have NBA stuff going on because it's the NBA. So they're going to find a way to get into the headlines. But we'll wait till the season starts back up uh, to get some headlines. They did have a Glorilla uh, shorty from Memphis. Yeah, they had her introducing or doing the um, the hype, get hype video for memphis this year that was something else that stood out during media day so shout out to cmg's very own glorilla yes <laughs> it was a good video though yeah 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 it's, it's, it, again you know memphis is man, listen in uh in the same in the same situation or same vein if you will pause money bag yo came out um, there in Nashville or whatnot to a, a Titans game and, and actually performed at the beginning of the Titans game. So the Tennessee sports is definitely tapped in with, with the culture with artists and stuff. So exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Now, speaking of the culture there, a coaching change kind of has been resonated throughout the culture with a lot of folks having some perspectives on it too. Hasn't it? You tell me uh, the suspension. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I see where you're going there. <laughs> Thank you, Kobe, for throwing that alley. I should kill O'Neal this thing. But anyways, I'm more like Dwight Howard at that thing just now. But um, anywho, 
Yes. So thank you. I was waiting for your response to that. But now um, the uh, main thing taking over the NBA headlines this week. <sighs> Shout out to Be Easy and the DJ Blaze radio show for actually stealing our thunder. And because they because they because they released their show before us, they got to kind of get the get ahead of this thing. But as soon as we put our show out there for new episode Wednesday last week, this news broke out in Boston of Ime Udoka being suspended for one full year uh, for uh, conduct detrimental to the team and things like that. He was uh, he was engaging in a consensual, which is highlighted throughout all of the headlines, of course, consensual relationship with somebody else in the Celtics um, organization. Um, a bunch of speculation going on from that. Everybody is insiders and people know a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and they're all telling us to wait and hold on. And people like Matt Barnes is even telling us, yo, now nah, when y'all hear this, oh, y'all going, y'all going to realize why. But uh, mm-hmm. I think I had the natural, uh, yo, y'all tell me y'all initial uh, reaction to the year suspension. But I was like, dang, a whole year, brother, for for rocking you know again you cheated on your fiance slash wife or your wife or whatnot but a whole year for a consensual relationship what you do brother so y'all y'all tell me y'all initial reaction when y'all first heard about the the year-long suspension well if the rules are the rules are you know no fraternizing Mm -hmm. you know among Mm -hmm. the organization and you do it if that's the rule then that's the rule you know um a year like in other words, was have there been any precedents set prior to that's like, yo, for the go down? I I don't I I haven't heard of that you know per se, but I know like um, like with you know on the NFL with like cheerleaders and players, they can't deal or you know they're not gonna get rid of the player, so the cheerleader would leave in order to date the player, things like that. I've heard that um, even in, in like any organization like. People that are higher up mm-hmm. aren't allowed to date subordinates, subordinates or whatever, right. because it's a conflict, a power dynamic. You know what right. I'm saying? Um, and so some people thought that you know that might have been the case here, um, which we still don't know all of the facts and speculations about who the the woman is in this, you know, incidents or whatever. So um, even with that, you know, even if it's someone who isn't as high up as him. Um, it could have, you know, just the speculation. So with all that, the year could be, you know, good, you know, especially in this day and age when um, all of these things, types of things are looked frowned upon. Um, so. Okay. So before you go, Big Cliff, be easy. And I want you to follow up at the cliff with a rebuttal. You sound like you want to get real urban and ratchet. Feel free, brother. All right. Uh, it like you're holding back from being urban and I, ratchet because you, I know you got a lot on your well, mind, brother. Well, I didn't want to add because you asked about my initial. Right, right, right. It, Absolutely. So initially, that's what that was my thoughts. And then, you know, other things started coming out. But initially, gotcha. I was like, well, you know, that's the rules. So rules is rules, yo. Okay. Big Cliff. A lot of different perspectives. Um, everything that's out here right now is pretty much speculation. I've heard so many different versions of it. The most consistent being that it was a consensual relationship. I've also heard that it wasn't as consensual as maybe some of these reports have been stating. There have been questions, um, namely from like Stephen A. Smith. He and um, 
uh, one of the reporters from ESPN got into it because he was saying like, well, why don't we know the woman's name? She, if it's consensual, she broke the rules too. But like, there are relax, some. Yo, that's Hollis too. That's Hollis Queen. So relax on that whole <laughs> impression. I, I like the impression. I like it. But Malika Andrews and Malika Andrews was exactly who it was, and she kind of gave him a little little sauce on it about it too. And so they went back and forth till he was like, "You're not gonna shut me up on my show." But excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> now I didn't hear the exchange, but did she actually kick somebody off the show? Did she kick? No, no. So she was actually they brought her in as the guest. She wasn't like hosting or anything. They brought her in oh, as the guest okay. To, okay. to comment, and she was like, "With all due respect, Stephen A." You're you're blaming the victim. No, wait, wait. How is it a victim if she's if this if it's consensual? But then I've also heard some not as credible sources, but I've seen some one at least one report that it said it might not have been a woman. Like there's a lot of different what? that they were hit, saying. Hit, hit, hit me with the uh, with the Russell Wilson. What Russell Westbrook, bro? What are you talking about, man? Yeah, there you go. Because they've not because. When they say it, they say it, it. They always say staffer, or they always say someone in the staff. They never say who or what the gender is. You know what? Maybe okay. So now we're getting off of initial thoughts and getting into <laughs> all of the speculations and all right. of right. So news. The initial person was um, an executive mm -hmm. in, the, in, in the organization or whatever. So. When I first heard that, I was like, well, see, he could flip it and he could be like, you know, she's an exec because he's just a coach. He's not an executive. Right. Right. He's right. Just a so coach. she would technically so be higher ranking. She would be higher ranking. So she was in the position of power. Mm -hmm. And so he could have used that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but now, like you said, there's more reports coming out. And one of the things that I heard that, well, I think by now everybody has heard that it got outed because of a conversation that, uh, the alleged co-conspirator or whatever mm -hmm. um, was caught on a ring camera by her husband. Mm. And it was an odd conversation. And so he questioned the conversation that he heard on the ring camera. Um, she was outside on the phone talking. So, um, <laughs> which is wild. Um, Very much so. But, but more common but, than you would think. But, but the, the thing with that is, and people are talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like technology messes you up, but I think they missing the point. Like, he was aggravating her so much to where she had to go outside and actually take the call outside the house. So to me, that lean that leans a, lends a little credence to the thing that she, he was harassing her, um, or saying you know unwanted things to her to where she had to go outside and immediately take that call outside and handle it. And it was a, a weird conversation to where it alerted her husband. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and that's one of the things too that he was saying some harassment harassing things to her. Um, and if that's the case, then, you know, give him the year. Um, I'm going to ask you guys a question. Do y'all think he coaches again? In the NBA? Mm -hmm. He's going to be down there with Dion at Jackson State. <laughs> the new Jackson State basketball coach, E-May. Yeah, nah, like, what do you say, High Star? If if listen, if the if the fire is where the smoke is at, he might might be in the G League. Uh, might take uh, um, Edwards' old job or something like that. I don't know. You're not gonna be in the NBA. Uh, but yeah, I, I if, again, if the smoke, I, I 
like I like the angle that that uh whoever your non-credible source was is going with as far as oh it might be a dude because there's always some Tyler Perry storylines out there somewhere. But I did hear about, you know, also like the private investigation firm and mm, uh heard about that investigator. Yeah. Right. So in 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 all in in that vibe and stuff like that, I really just think it was um a white woman that was, you know what I mean, married to another executive or something like that, or VP of finance, right? Yeah. And that, you know, in in that case, he just messed with the wrong person's woman type deal. That's what that's that's what I'm thinking. But if, if it gets spicier than that, you know, if it goes to the point of Manti Teo ish vibes, then hey, you know, <laughs> we're in for a, we're in for a ride. So you you mentioned the um private investigator, right? What did you hear about a private investigator? Because I heard I only heard that one time, and I want to see if it's the same thing that I heard. Um, I mean, a length, uh, like to the extent of it was that that one was hired, um, that a firm was hired or whatever like that, and I I didn't hear too many details outside of that. Okay. It might have been from y'all show, to be honest. <laughs> might have been. The thing the the thing that I heard was that um, some someone's husband spe- you know thought their wife was cheating. Mm-hmm. And in order to catch the wife cheating, they hired a private investigator to follow. And it might have not even been a wife. It was like somebody's girlfriend. They were trying to get married or whatever. They thought something was strange. So they hired a private investigator to follow them. And that's how. But that was I only heard that one time. Um, that story one time. I didn't read it anywhere else. So that's why I was asking whether or not what, if it was the same story. So it's a lot of things going around. But like you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, the uh, ligament uh, aspect of it. Um so, I would me, hope that. Excuse me now, say what? Come, in, come again? Excuse me? Ligabata. Okay. And you, you'll you have to tune in to DJ Blaze radio show to exactly get the, uh, this past week, to get the, the full the breakdown. Before. Yeah, but to get the full oh, yeah. breakdown of each letter. Of that. Of that yeah, this of past the, week. Ligabata. Okay. Oh, you know, shout out to them. We, we're allies on my show. But um, if that aspect of it is true, that might save his job. If it was elaborate, if it was a man, I feel like that might save his job because he would get, you know, allyship from the look up to conglomerate. (laughs) I didn't didn't listen listen to the show this week, but now I'm there. Got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Shout out to our LBGTQ brethren. IA. IA plus. plus. Yeah. So all of that. Yeah, so shout out to them. But I hope that part of it is true, because this would this would push because it will push. Go ahead. Every it will push every Mm -hmm. other story out of the news. Oh, absolutely. With Ukraine, Russia gone. Brett Favre gone. Gone. Even though that's already gone, but nonetheless. Yeah. Uh. It, it, everything else. Uh. Hurricanes gone. Like hurricane. What hurricane? Y'all heard he messing with yeah. a band? Like no. It, it, yep. it absolutely would. That's humiliating. Humiliating, humiliating for uh, for um Dana. You know what I'm saying? That's Dana? Humiliating from Friday. Oh, Debbie. Debbie. Mm. That's a fine. Yeah. That's a fine. <laughs> um, yeah, Debbie. Um, I, mm. I mean, it wouldn't be. She probably would. If if it is true, she probably not. Isn't that who Cuba wasn't Cuba That's, good in hugging uh, her her thighs and 
in uh the the joint where he was punching the air? Um, boys in the hood. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, man. That'd just be humiliating, man. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say you don't no. think it's already humiliating that he's already cheating. That part. Yeah, it'll take it to the next level, though. Why? Let's see why. I'm just saying. Yeah. That. Don't say it. What? Oh, I'm, if if you get caught cheating with a man, I would feel if I was a woman, and now we're taking it to my show territory. Here we go. I would feel, really, <laughs> I would feel relieved that as a woman that, that my it wasn't husband a- was cheating down low with a man because at least that's something that I couldn't offer. Mm, I hear you. That's so, perspective. Yeah, that's, that's you're cheating with another woman who isn't as attractive as me. I'm Neil Long. I'm an actress. I'm worth six million dollars. I verified it yesterday on my show. Exactly. And so, a, a quick point of reference, man. I understand. Like, yeah, you got it because y'all deal with Tiffany Haddish too. You gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta work hard in the industry out there, man. Yeah, M's true. ain't easy to come by. You right. know what yeah, I'm saying? So. They don't automatically yeah, like, come with the with the with the with the Twitter right, and Instagram like followers. A celebrity's name, and they'll be like, "Oh, I know they worth like 15, yeah, 16 two. of them." Oh, no, nah, not really. Yeah, expenses <laughs> expenses come too. So, mm-hmm, yeah, so mm-hmm. she's worth you know six million dollars. I'm near long. I'm you know hailed in the black community as something special, and you're cheating on me with the average white woman. So. You know, you you know who had a Simpsons moment uh, this week. I'll just have a little mm-hmm. bit more fun before we move forward. You know Ooh. where I'm going with this clip? I hope not. <laughs> oh, listen, your man Kanye had a Simpsons moment because he put all of this stuff in his uh, music video for Touch the Sky back in the day. Oh, Check out the yeah, video. Yeah. Mm. Tracy Ellis Ross was in the video and Nia Long and Nia Long is arguing with him and she goes, you don't know who I am? I'm Nia Long. And then he goes, I know you. I just I said your name. I, know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I said your name, Nia Long. And Tracy Ellis says, I told you. Mm-hmm. He going, uh, as soon as he, he gonna, get on. Yeah, as soon as he get on, he going to mm. leave for a white girl. Listen, wow. Simpsons moment. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's yeah, wild. Sure. We do definitely hope things work out for bro. Um, It's it's so much more that's going to come from that, though, at this point. And, and we know nobody really knows except who really knows. Mm-hmm. And Matt so, Barnes, obviously, because he backtracked real quick. Exactly. Exactly. But, just yeah. on that Matt Barnes point, he definitely caught himself and said, look, y'all, don't listen to nothing. I just said... Y'all wait for the details to come out. Mm. Yeah, man, let me like, I gotta nah. go tune in all the smoke, man. Let me see what's good. As we move forward, it is time for big deal, no thing. That's a big deal. Nah, that ain't no thing. You know the subject. We, you know the topic. We give you different headlines and let you know if it's a big deal or no thing. That's a fine. fine. Yeah. Fine. Listen, I ain't never having y'all two together no more. First up, Miles Garrett injured his shoulder and biceps in the one car crash. Big deal or no thing? We'll start with you, High Star. I'll go with big deal. That's a big deal. And what do you say, BZ? That's a big deal for my pick for this week. (laughs) That's a big deal. (laughs) It was a one car car crash. Yeah, so in case you guys missed it, uh, in the aftermath of the crash involving Cleveland Browns star Miles Garrett, it was held in the Medina County. His his Porsche was flipped, and it's beat pretty badly. There are pictures of him sitting on the ground with the front end of his Porsche off. It was him and a female passenger that was there. Um, they're still waiting on toxicology reports to see if there was any alcohol or marijuana or any drugs or anything like that, but... 
Um, he was conscious, but he was beat up and his car was ter- was torn up. And so he's got an injured shoulder and in his left biceps also injured. I got a, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to take a page in your book. What's the over under that he got some stuff in his system? Oh, I'm th- with the way that he looking in this, in this YouTube video. And this is directly from the police body cam. I'm going to put that probably at about a 51 and a half percent chance. Mm. What? <laughs> I'm gonna go out there and say 75%, 80%, bruh. Right? Mm. I don't want that for dog though, because I like I don't even like I the understand. Browns, but I like him, bro. Like he's a good, he's an an, uh, an amazing athlete. Just- Everything surrounding that, in other words, though, right? Like when you're in a one car collision mm-hmm. and there's no other cars or no, no other automobiles involved. But anyways, y'all go ahead and get to picking y'all big deal and no thing about it. I say this is a big deal. What you say on a high star? I already said big deal. I thought. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. My fault. But uh, then I'm gonna go big That's deal too. A big deal. Why y'all say? Other than the fact of all of that. Now, <laughs> main points of it. Um, again, it being on a one car car, one automobile car crash, uh, is indicative a lot of times of you doing some stuff that you shouldn't be doing. If you by yourself in the car, mm-hmm. the only other excuse would be falling asleep. Um, you know what I'm saying? And that's still, yeah. Outside of, yeah. And so outside of that, for a deer. And, and I was going right, to say, I'm right. looking at that now. They're saying that the road was a little bit slick from recent rain. And then here come the residents. Cause this is, this is in fact, it did happen outside of Cleveland. And so they're going to look out for their boy, but they were like, yeah, no, it'd be deer out there all the time and other animals frequently crossing the road. And the roads were slick. And you know, I might have jumped out and spooked him a little bit. And you know, my son be throwing that ball and his frisbee. So mm-hmm. mm. and then we right here at this first quarter of the season where a lot of injuries uh come about. So right. uh, if y'all paid attention, a lot of offensive linemen were out this past or got, you know, mm-hmm. injured and stuff like that. This the Chargers lost Slater. Yeah. Heat. I was going to say key offensive lineman, Trent Williams as well. Um, and then, you know, quarterbacks are banged up and stuff like that. So every every uh, health matters, in other words, around this time of the season and around this time of the year. So uh, definitely goes to support why I said big deal. Okay. All right. Next up, Judge still sits at 60 home runs. Aaron Judge, who is chasing the single season record. By most accounts, they kind of ignoring at this point the steroids era, but the home run era, uh, I mean, a home run record of 61 still stuck at 60. Big deal or no thing. We'll start with you. Be easy. Uh, how many games got left? Nine. Nine games left? Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. What'd you say, High Star? It's no thing. Nah, that ain't no thing. I'm going the same way. Nah, that ain't no thing. Kick back to you, uh, Be Easy. Why you say it's a big deal? Uh, as a former star baseball player, mm. a former workout. On the, baseball is one of the sports where you just you can't shoot. You can't shoot out of slumping baseball. You only get a certain number of points, certain number of at bats, and it just starts like you just hitting up, or you on top of the ball, or up under the ball, and. It just gets in your head like it's a lot of things that can mess up your stroke or whatever. Um, so I, I think at this point he 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 might tie it, but I don't know if he'll get it. Now watch he hit two home runs his next game. So, <laughs> so I will say Damn. this, that as we are recording, uh, he is in a game against the Toronto Blue Jays going for number 61. So it, 
who knows, we may be talking next week about how he's hit 65 at that point. But why yeah. you say it's no thing, High Star? Um, just for that reason, as far as the games that are left, I think he has a lot of opportunities. And I, while I agree with what Be Easy is saying, um, as a mediocre baseball player, and I've been coming up, <laughs> but uh, definitely a baseball fan. Um, you know, it is tough, but, you know, certain guys like him, and if you can cue up the round of applause to, from the audience, guys like your man, Mr. Albert Pujols, shout out to him for hitting uh, 700. Um, those type of guys, they, you know, they, listen, man, it's it's, it's kind of like genetic almost. The swing is just, it, the swing is just in them, you know what I mean? I don't know how they came out, but just, you know, they, it's natural, it's natural at this point. Quick question: I, 70 home runs that didn't count. That I'm counting no more. It did, but because it was it's a Yankees record. Uh, the, oh, the, it's a Yankees record. Well, this is actually an AL record, also, but it is the, the Yankees record, and they're almost ignoring at this point all of the the steroid era stuff. So the Barry Bonds, the um, what's your man? The, um, Who's the white guy? The, the white guy, Mark McGuire. It. But I was no, thinking, no, the, the other white guy. He's white now. Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa. Yeah, yeah. It's Sam. Wow. Sam. He's not Sammy no more. Samuel. Samuel. Yeah. yeah he's changed. Wow. <laughs> last name probably ain't Sosa no more. He probably Soseski. changed. Yeah, Soseski. Yeah, Soseski. Yeah. I can't deal with either one of y'all right now. But no, they've, they've pretty much ignoring those records, which I honestly respect because it was a part of the game that at that point, everyone was doing so just put the ass drinking in and let it ride but it's still there barry bond still has hit the most home runs of any player in the history of the game whether they want to acknowledge it or not and and and, and even in a single season that record belongs to mark mcguire and so yeah i get it i respect it now i'm not as gonna hate as much because you know aaron judge is a yank and i want him to do it but i said no thing for a different reason if he does not attain this record this man has made himself so much money throughout this year that it is not a thing like uh-uh. with, and at the end of the day, he's very likely still going to be the triple crown winner with the home runs, batting average and on base percentage. So nonetheless, he's, they're going to have to shell out at least 400 million to this man over the next wow. couple of years. So um, this, if he gets it cool, if he doesn't, yo, go ahead and uh, let him know where the back that brings truck up to. So, Next up, big deal, no thing. Giannis says that Steph Curry is the current best player in the NBA. Big deal, no thing, or all cap. <laughs> and we'll start with you, High Star. Uh, no thing. Nah, that ain't no thing. Be easy. That's cap. Mm, that's cap. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to say that that is a big deal. That's a big deal. So we, we, we got the gambit. Let's start with you, High Star. Why you say it's no thing? Um, I think it's the consensus with a lot of uh, players that, had to, that have had to play against Steph Curry. Um, and then Giannis is one who gives people their props as well. And it's just, to me, not a headline like that. Uh, it's, you know, it's just, all right, cool. He said that. All right, bet. It's one player's opinion out the league. Cool. Mm. I, 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 it's cap because you fear him on offense. You don't fear him on defense. But he stepped up though. He defensively, he was a reason that they were winning throughout the playoffs last year, though. <sighs> mm? Okay, he was the reason. He was definitely one of the reasons, especially like 
Yeah, no, I'm going to say, it. yeah, he was one of the reasons. Especially like you remember. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, he's no. definitely. But not um, also, but not to, to honestly guy. to support that point, though. The guy runs around so much on offense that by the time he gets on defense, your player that was on defense guarding him it's is kind of taken out. <laughs> yeah, he, the best defense is a stronger offense. <laughs> I, who's guarding him? Is the best offensive player guarding Steph Curry? Nine times out of ten, no. Like if they were playing the books, Giannis wouldn't be guarding him. No, but I mean, I still say the dude. I say it's a big deal because I agree with him. And for Giannis, who, than, huh? You agree he's the best player, basketball player, right now? Yeah, right now, yeah, yeah. No, and I, no cap, no exaggeration. Like he is to me. Like he has proven that through to finally get the series. And then we've talked about this, and I that's like even with him being top ten all time and all that, who he is now and the accumulation of what he has done throughout his career, he's the best player in the league right now. Because LeBron is on a decline. I am a Afraid of what's going to happen to LeBron James this year? Why? Because I think the year twenty is going to really start to show. Similar to what we're seeing with Tom Brady, um, I think this year is going to be a decline. If he play, first of all, if he's even able to play the entire season, which I highly doubt, it's not going to be at the same level. It, it's just, as as much as I like to like debate people with like Jordan and LeBron, this, that, and the third. I think he, you won't see too much of a drop off. Really, I, as a Lakers fan, I hope you're right. Yeah, I, I don't really think do you'll see too right. much of a drop off. Okay. Like he's 38, he ain't 58. Like, yeah, but 38 is still 38, bro. Huh? Remember what your knees felt like at 38? And granted, he's different than you and me and anyone else. At but I know what my knees feel like right now at 41, and I don't feel any different than I did when I was 30. Really, except a few extra pounds, but I'm still running the same. Like. I don't jump as high, but I still can, you know, play eight games of ball and be good. Go home and wake up the next day. You know what I'm saying? So I don't feel like like it's not like he's working at a plant and then trying to play ball. <laughs> like that's all he does is and he spends like over a million dollars a year on his right, body. So right, right, I think right. he'll be fine. I don't I don't think he's that it's too much of a drop off. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see. And finally and last up for a big deal or no thing, Middle Tennessee State. Beats number 25, Miami. Big deal or no thing? Starting with you, BZ. Uh, I don't know how good Middle Tennessee State is um, this year, but Miami's football hasn't been good for a while. Um, they, haven't, they need to go back and embrace the culture that made them what they were in their heyday <laughs> back when they were, you know, flamboyant and flashy, and it was the, what was it, the, the, what was that game when they played Notre Dame? The, the cons uh, versus um, no Saints versus Saints versus the Sinners or something. Yeah, I don't know. That was it. Saints it versus was something Sinners. like that. Um, but yeah, they need to embrace that. You know, that swagger what makes everybody love Miami. They need to embrace that. But I, I, I just I don't think it's no thing because Miami's football. Nah, is that ain't no thing. Okay, high star. A big deal. That's a big deal. I'm going to say big deal also. That's a big deal. We already heard why B-Easy said it's not a thing. Why you say it's a big deal, High Star? Uh, because I am a um, Miami fan. So, oh. Yeah, that's been my squad from high school and stuff. So, yeah, it's just, you know, it's my squad. That's my that's my team. That's man. my team. But, uh, <laughs> but you're absolutely right, B-Easy. Have not been relevant in college football for a while. 
And um, that does not help this, this loss to Middle Tennessee State. It's early in the season where we got to get the games that we should win and win the games that we should win so that when those tougher games come uh, toward the end of the season and when uh, time comes for, like, bidding and, and um, you know, and bowl games and stuff like that, that, you know, we'll be in the conversation. But, you know, losing a game like this and y'all barely in the top 25 is not is not helping our season at all. Very much for the same reason that you just said is why I said it was a big deal. Um, throughout uh, much of high school, middle school, high school and college, I was a hardcore Miami fan. And then as we began to die down, I started leaning more so towards the home teams with uh, University of South Carolina. And I'll even watch a Clemson game here and there. But um, yeah, it, it, it this was supposed to be the year, as was the year that Manny Diaz came, as was the year that... Uh, every other year that we were supposed to be back, the U is back, baby. And losing to Middle Tennessee does not equate being back. Now, although this is a year in college football where you've seen App State taking care of Texas A&M and now Middle, Middle, Tennessee, Middle Tennessee taking care of Miami, college football is just at, a, at an all-time high with regards to the parity that's there. And, and so it's a good thing for the sport, not so much a good thing for the Miami fans out there. So big deal for me. That is going to do it for this week's episode. Man, I definitely, definitely, definitely big time got to give a shout out to my boy Be Easy from the DJ Blaze Radio Show for joining us. And dog, we can't we can't go this long without having you back on the show, bro. Man, you got my number, man. Say no more. Say less of my dog. Anything you want to holler at the people and let them know one more time where they can find the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast. Uh, all I got to say is Miami ain't been good since they switched from Nike to Adidas. And uh, you can find me <laughs> Every week, every Monday on the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast um, and my social media, Preacher underscore BP. Uh, preacher, because everything I say sounds like it comes from God. Yes. Church. Hallelujah. DJ High Star, anything you want to holler to people before we get out of here, bro? I thought you was going to say, call you Preacher, because everything you say sounds like church. It's church, pimping. I'm going to use that but, one, too. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you. Y'all know when, um, like, you have, um, say, for instance, somebody like a celebrity that's got a nickname or something like that, right? Like, say, Spice Adams, for instance, mm-hmm. and his mom is uh, Mama Spice or whatever like that. Like, you'll say, okay, shout out to Mama Spice. I want to shout out to Mama Big Cliff. Uh, she actually <laughs> listens to this show. I found that out, you know, to be the hard way. Uh, <laughs> my whole story about the thrill-seeking adventures that I have was posted on our Carolina Sports Talks Talk Back Sports page, and she uh, she commented on that. So, just want to give her a special shout out, <laughs> Doctor uh, Doctor Smith. Shout out to Mama Cliff. You know what I mean? Like I said, I don't, I don't know what the what the the what proper the loving, moniker. Yeah, yeah. Mama Talk. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> shout out to Mama Talk. On the Carolina Sports Talk. Mama Talk, don't listen to my show now. <laughs> yeah, Mama yeah, Talk, don't, don't listen to my show, Mama Talk. Please don't. And ignore that is, all the, yep. ignore all the plugs that he gave for his show. Please. Yeah. You said ignore all of them. I don't, my mama don't even listen. My, where can I find your show? No, no, no place. <laughs> you can't. Your mama can't listen to your show, bro? No, she cannot. No. And on that note, thank you each and every one of you for tuning in on your favorite podcast, including Mama Talk. And <laughs> I'm not even going to let it go down like that. I'm just going to end the show right here. 
Y'all have a good one. Make sure you hit us up on Carolina Sports Talk line, your favorite podcast, Instagram, Facebook, at Carolina Sports Talk, and we out.